Shut up and sit down. Greetings from the heartland of America, Guthrie, Oklahoma, and Hoboken Coffee Roasters. This is the Bold Leadership Podcast, where we are building bold leaders to solve tomorrow's toughest challenges. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for taking the time. The Bold Leadership Podcast is published every Tuesday for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at www.exsin.co. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud favorites. You can also follow us on Twitter at The Bold Leaders and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. And now, here are your hosts, former Air Force pilot, commander, and business owner Dave Evans with his partner in crime, former combat controller, wealth advisor, and deal maker extraordinaire Phil Nichols. Let's get into the show. So Stephen Whitney is the founder of Soma. It is an energetic, inspirational human being. He loves to get other people excited about becoming healthy, rewiring their brains, or simply go throw a Frisbee. He loves music and is very supportive of the Colorado music scene, which is awesome, by the way. He has a wonderful dog named Memphis. There is no better name for a dog, by the way. And he loves being outdoors. He's an adventure freak. If it's tough, he does it. Stephen loves to laugh. And most importantly, he loves to get other people to laugh. Life is too short to not be living in the present, and he just wants to help support people to be comfortable and confident in doing that. So, Stephen, there's your introduction. You sound like an amazing man. I got to meet the dog at some point because Memphis (laughs) is a cool name. Why don't you talk a little bit about your business and what you're doing and what's coming up for you? Beautiful. Well, I appreciate the introduction. And I'm actually not the founder of Soma. Okay. Soma Breath um, is founded by a gentleman named Naraj. Okay. Nock. And I met him in Thailand. And um, actually what I have done, I'm their uh, master instructor. So nice. One of their master instructors. I've been with them since day one. Very cool. And I have branched off to create a program that is more driven and specific on just a few aspects. Very and cool. that's really what this uh, course and the things that um, I have got moving forward are in alignment with. So I just kind of wanted to make that clear before we got too started. Cause well, I, I don't want to make Naraj mad. That guy. I don't make Naraj <laughs> mad. So Naraj, I apologize. <laughs> no worries. So anyway, back to your question. What was it again? So let's talk a little bit about your business and your upcoming launch. I think you've got coming up next month. Pretty big deal. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that and what Soma Breath and your company and your change, your, your niche is, is focused on, what you're doing. Beautiful. Yeah. So the business is I've created this um, online stress course and it's really starting to grow and evolve. But for right now in this launch, it's a 30 day online course and it's uh, guided and also automated. So we'll meet one day a week where I will take you through a couple of topics that are covered in that week. We'll do a breathwork session and then so on and so forth for the duration of the weeks. But Myself, I come from a corporate background and I became very, very stressed out and it led to heavy drinking problems, drugs. And after a series of unfortunate circumstances, I decided to shift and change my life. And so I sold everything I owned and moved to Thailand. And that's where I found this breathing technique. And I was in a very, very depressed state and actually borderline suicidal and this breathing method changed my life right before my eyes. And so for the last two years, I've been um, teaching people, training people, doing retreats, just a really amazing experience for the last two years. And all of a sudden I got this like heavy, heavy premonition that 
I needed to take it full circle. I needed to come back to the place that drove me to becoming um, very healthy and happy. But the place that created that was my workplace and the environment that I was allowing to be conducive in my life. And that created a lot of stress. And so I decided to put together this 30 day stress course where we go through how to do the breathing. There's multiple different breathing methods that we'll use, but I teach you the science behind the breath. And that's a really cool, innovative thing about this course is it's not this, oh, let's just sit down and meditate and breathe. No, I actually teach you the science and the fundamentals of why it is that this breath is affecting your nervous system, why this breath is affecting your, in, your endocrine system and your hormones, your neurotransmitters. Basically, what I have learned over the years is that you can tap into your autonomic nervous system, the system that we're told can only be touched from pharmaceutical drugs and the medical industry. And I have learned that I can hack my system by using breath because breath is tied to all of the functions of your physiology. And so I felt really inspired to bring a pragmatic approach to breath work. And that's why I've incorporated the science into it, which is what I was trained in. And this is the layout of the course. So we go through like uh, perspective shifts. So the way that we view things, the way we view ourselves. And then we also, I teach you um, the breathing techniques. There's health hacks and a lot of really cool, you know, little niches within the course. But it's going to teach people how to not only relieve stress themselves, but also how to manage stress. And the really cool thing is actually how to build up a resilience to stressful situations because the body is so adaptive. We can actually shift it and make us so that we're more, we have more strength when going into a stressful situation and also have the tools to handle a really heavy stressful situation. And so this has really been an evolving course that has gained a lot of, of girth and traction and it's really blossomed into something pretty, pretty powerful. Well, it sounds like something that can be hugely ex uh, helpful to just about every business person and American uh, citizen and non-citizen that I know, because we all deal with the craziness of life and kids and business challenges and people we just don't like being around that stress us out. Um, we've all been there. There's all, that one person that all drives us crazy at the office. So we, we, we know who that is. I'm fortunate not to have that with my team that I work with because we're all equal partners and we all get along very, very well. So bless there for us. So what is the one big value that you add to the people and businesses you work with? What's, what's, your, what's your value prop for companies that you're going out to saying, hey, I can make your company more efficient and a less stressed environment because of what I do? What's that value you add? Oh, this is such an awesome question. And, it, and it's a very clear statement. It's power. I teach people how to take their power back. So I've had a lot of teachers throughout my training in um, anatomy, physiology, um, the mind, the body, yoga, meditation. And a lot of those teachers tell you how to do it. No, this is the way. And I disagree with that in times and it didn't allow me to have power. It didn't feel like I had created something. And so really what this huge value add in this is that people are going to take their power back. They're going to learn the tools that they can apply to their everyday life. This isn't like I, it's going to be dependent on me. 
I don't want to have people to have to come back and train with me. And they can if they want to, because it's a lot of fun, but I want something that people can learn, adjust, and then have with them in every waking moment of their life, which is their breath, but to know how it works and how they can apply it to each moment in their life. And when that happens, there is a sense of empowerment that comes in strong. And I felt it myself and I have tons and tons of clients that have felt it as well. And that's really the huge value is that I'm teaching people a lifelong method to not only sustain their life, but to optimize their physical and mental health, and they can do it themselves. Well, it sounds like to me, if you're empowering team members on a team, you're building great leaders, right? Because they, they feel like they're in control. You're giving them self-worth because they believe in what they're doing is the right thing. And ultimately reducing stress because they feel like they have control. And would you agree that most stress is caused by feeling like you're not in control of what's going on? Yeah, I would. Um, control is a, is a funny word though, because it is. I truly believe like it's not good to just try and control everything. Right. Um, and that's really also the, the big thing here is that the world is based in a, and the set of eyes fear. We're all, you know, you go to work because yeah. you're afraid you're going to lose your job. <laughs> that's true. Immediately a stress response. And stress is considered this one thing. It's really not anything. It's a response that happens in the body. And that's what you learn in the course is that actually stress isn't real. It's an illusion. Um, but stress response is 100% real. So choosing the moments and situations that you allow to be stressful and have that stress response and also differentiating the ones that don't serve you or don't apply to a realistic situation because it probably hasn't even happened yet. So, But the controlling of things is really what I find. If you can go at things from a place of passion and excitement, then you don't need to control anything. It's in flow. And that's another big part of the course is that I teach people how to get in flow. The harder you work does not mean the more that you get done. It's about efficiency. And so actually it's funny. Um, I heard a story the other day about this guy. He always loses his phone like seven times throughout the day. And I sat him down and I was like, because he rushes around like crazy. He's so busy, rushes around like crazy. And I said, do you know if you were to find a better flow state and actually become more efficient, how long does it take you to find your phone? Oh, about 10 minutes. And how many times you lose it a day? About seven times. Okay, well, you're over an hour in wasted time in your day. And so if you were to become more efficient in allowing the mind to slow down and stop trying to control each situation, but find your flow state where you're passionate, you're excited, things are falling into place because of a place of trust rather than control, then you're actually going to be more efficient and you're going to have more control over the environment and situations that you're dealing with each day. So I have like contradictive thoughts on the word control, but in, in back to kind of like what you're saying, I, yeah, in, in a sense, taking your power back does allow you to have control. And uh, because I feel like the whole world is um, conducive or submissive yep. to the environment that they're living in or surrounded by. And I say, bullshit. I say, why don't you create the environment? And again, another form of empowerment, you vibrate and radiate that energy rather than succumbing to the type of environment that you're in. And again, it's a sense of control, but without control. Your perspective on control is, is well taken. And I appreciate that clarification <laughs> because frankly, you're right. And, and, uh, 
you know, it's all about, it's all about, you know, trying to find your place and, and getting along and, and fitting in and how you fit in, not how other people want you to fit in. Right. So, um, very, very cool statement. So here's the question for you in your mind, what's the biggest challenge you faced, the biggest business challenge you faced as you've stepped out on your own. I mean, you, you walked away from a great paying job, making a ton of money, you know, living the dream and getting bad habits. And you said, I got to stop this because I'm going to kill myself if I don't change my life. Right. Fair. And mm-hmm. you took this, you took this huge step and moved to Thailand and learned this amazing technique to help other people. When you stepped away and now that you've kind of gotten down the road a little bit, what's the biggest challenge you faced uh, and how did you overcome that challenge? This is, I've, I've had multiple challenges. So this is actually a difficult question. I, I feel like for some it's easy, um, but I've had to overcome quite a few. I'd say the overall biggest challenge was the deep state of depression that I reached after I quit my job. After I stepped away and I moved to Thailand, I fell into a very deep state of depression. And this was one of the biggest challenges I've ever had in my life. And this is also what made me realize that this might be the state that people are living in every single day. And mine lasted six months, but it was returning back home, home to me, finding the love for myself, returning back to my breath and knowing that I could hack my system, that I could generate these good feelings and really the biggest challenge was getting out of my own way and like limiting beliefs. And this was one of the biggest challenges thinking I'm not good enough, thinking that I can't be successful. Why would somebody want to listen to me? Why would somebody want to take anything that I created? It's been one of my biggest challenges to overcome is myself and my self doubt. You are not alone, my friend. And there are so many people that you helped today by openly saying, look, my biggest challenge is my limiting beliefs, because I'm pretty sure every small business owner, everybody that's trying to step out on their own and make their life better, wakes up a couple of times a week and goes, I'm not good enough to do this. I'm not the right person. There's somebody smarter than me, better than me. And it's just not true. It's just not true. And I, I am super proud of you um, for that. I mean, that's, that's amazing. And it's incredible advice to the world. I mean, it really is. Um, so it sounds like your lesson learned is you learned to love yourself. Is that right? Are there, any, 100%. are there any other major takeaways that you took from that dark period in your life? I mean, you survived it, right? Yeah. There are people that we can say didn't figure it out, and unfortunately, bad things happened. Um, so, so what other lessons l- learned do you have that are helpful to people out there that you would offer them? This is actually funny because even when I got out of the dark, the darkness <clears throat> is what I like to call the darkness. <clears throat> Excuse me. I then moved back to America after two years and I started a brick and mortar business. So I I rented out a a yoga studio and I was teaching breathwork classes as a breath coach. It was all pranayama based and ancient breathing techniques. And after about four or five months and tens of thousands of dollars invested, it wasn't working and it needed more time. And I had to go into a deep state of meditation to realize that I needed to walk away. And that's another thing is know that it's never too late to start something new and it's okay to follow your heart. It's absolutely okay because what happened is I got involved in the mindset of it 
and trying to become something, trying to be seen. I needed to be seen. I needed that financial security. I needed all of these things. And I could have stayed and it probably would have worked because it was growing. But I felt this heavy intuition, my heart telling me that there was something different for me to be doing, which was weird because I was doing what I loved. And so it was, it was really this um, internal dialogue that was very, very difficult to kind of decipher through. And I shut the doors down, continued paying rent for three months and walked away. And really what it was is that I got out of my own way. I followed my heart. And that is what brought me to designing this course, to moving into bringing these methods and methodology to the corporate workplace. And I couldn't be more happy and excited. So I think a lot of people don't know where to start. And one thing that I can always recommend is come back home to your breath. These are the moments where the mind will stop and the heart will open. And it's a place like this that we can tap into our intuition. We can follow our heart. And I truly believe that the heart will guide you. And because you truly have everything you need inside of you already. And your guidance and support is waiting for you in every waking moment. You just have to open up to listen. And that's why I mean, like, get out of your own way. Get out of your own way. Because your own way is probably right now, it doesn't want to change. It doesn't want to listen. And so just taking those moments to breathe to still the mind and allow the information, guidance, support, love for yourself to, to rise. This is what can really direct you into the right directions or have you change your perception of the environment and situations that you're in at that moment. And now you're seeing your life from a different set of eyes. And this is really, really important in my opinion is to really get out of your own way and allow yourself to follow your heart because it will guide you. I think the takeaway for me in this, and we, we talk to business owners about it on a regular basis, is never be afraid to pivot. And that's basically what you did. You, you followed your heart. You said, this isn't working for me. I've got to find a, I've got to find a new path. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to free myself. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to do some meditation. I'm going to take a deep breath. And I'm going to see where my heart leads me because that's where I'm going to be successful. Follow your passion, right? And your passion wasn't owning a brick and mortar building and spending tons of money on rent and struggling every day and and all those things that that causes when you have those responsibilities. So that's, that's great advice for everyone, brother. And, and Dave, you said a key word that I just want to elaborate on for one second is pivot. I saw pivoting as failure. If you're pivoting, it's because you couldn't succeed in what you were doing. I later found out after a few months of walking away, because that was a pivot. And people were telling me, Stephen, you need to pivot. Something's not working. And it killed me, my ego. And my, my, um, just my whole demeanor of like success was completely diminished because I had to pivot. What I later found out is pivoting is a crucial point in an entrepreneur's life, in a business owner's life, even a very successful one. If you're not pivoting, then you're not cutting away the layers to get you to your end goal. And, and it's that that is so important. It's the people that are pivoting without a purpose that are going to spin in circles. And so if you are pivoting from a place of, of love and from passion and motivation, then this is one of the biggest, biggest steps in your um, business that you can truly make because through these pivots, and I still make them very regularly, they bring me closer and closer. And it's like these moments of liberation. So I love that you said pivot because I think that's really 
another thing that I've taken really close to home recently is that pivoting is vital and it is actually exciting if you see it that way. And it at no point is a failure. It's actually a huge success, but it's up to you to choose how you view that pivot. So I love that you said that. Well, I, I appreciate that. And we always, we always like to say, you know, you haven't fa- failed unless you haven't gotten back up, right? You're going to get knocked down a lot in your life. As long as you keep stepping forward and moving forward, you haven't failed yet. You've learned a new lesson to move on with and take with you in your bag of tricks. And it doesn't matter how old or experienced you are. If you're not learning those lessons every day, you eventually may fail because you're not willing to get back up. So um, love what you're doing. So here's, here's the next question for you. Um, so 2020 is coming up, right? We're calling it Bold 2020. That's why we're getting guys like you on the show to talk about your bold goals what you want to do in 2020. I know you got a launch coming up, which is a big deal. Super excited about that. So what's your bold goal, your big, hairy, audacious, go to the moon goal for 2020? Oh, yes. I'm all about intentions and I'm all about facing fears. So I love this question. This question lights me on fire. So my big, bold move for 2020 is the stats already exist in the workplace that stress is one of the leading causes to burnout, to health issues, and for um, a financial loss for corporate companies. So my big, big, um, Harry audacious goal. Yep. (laughs) Harry audacious goal. That's right. (laughs) Is I'm going to, um, get a hundred people and I'm doing a, like a a really cool hundred people together to go through this course because I'm working with some of the directors in the board of um, health for the state of Colorado. And they said, I need stats. If I can prove that this course works, which I know it does. And I have testimonials of people that have changed their lives already, but I need a hundred or more people to gather these stats. And when that, that point, so that's 2020, I'm going to get a hundred people to then go through this course, I'm going to build the stats. And then I'm taking that to fortune 500 companies. And you watch, I will absolutely do this. And I will start at the top. The way I see it is that the influential people, the CEOs, the bosses, the managers, it's a trickle down effect. And so if the manager or if the bosses are influencing the managers in a positive way, then the managers are going to influence the employees. And then the employees are going to take that type of mindset and energy home with them. So now they're impacting their families, their children, and now they're impacting their friends, the person that you run into at the coffee shop. So my huge audacious goal is to get a hundred people to go through my course in 90 days, in 90 days from launch. I'm launching on January 1st. So a hundred people in 90 days, and then I will go into fortune 500 companies and revolutionize the environment and the workplace and how people view it and live it. And coming from a place of passion and excitement and understanding stress from a scientific background or understanding and shifting the entire environment of the corporate or any other work space. A hundred people in 90 days. I mean, that's not even ridiculous. That's, that's absolutely executable for 2020. So well, by the March, only reason 90 days is because I can only take so many people through the course. Sure. I refuse to take a group of a hundred people at one time. There's not enough heart in it, not enough connection. Fair. So that's the only reason it's the 90 days. All right, cool. So, boom. Boom. There it is. <laughs> so let me, so if, if you're going to launch the first of January, so if people listening out there want to check out what you're doing and see what you're all about, what's your website? 
for the launch on January 1st? So it's going to be breathewithsteve.com. Breathewithsteve.com. Now, this podcast will publish about five days after your launch. So if you're you're hearing this, the website is launched. Um, If you're listening to us, so go check out breathewithsteve.com and join. We're going to call it the 90-Day Challenge, right? The Breathe with Steve 90-Day Challenge. I love it. How about that? I love it. I Reduce love your it. stress and be a better family person in 90 days. No, not even. The course is only 30 days. So, so once you sign up, you're going to have huge transformations in 30 days. But for my big goal, Dave, I love that you said it. That's going to be the new banner on the on the landing page or website is 100 people, 90 days. That's the stats that I need to be able to take to these um, the cities and the states and these huge influential companies to get them to turn their heads to realize that we don't need to be feeding um, the employees and all these people full of pharmaceutical drugs that have horrible side effects, but that they can do this themselves and maintain it and become stronger from it just by using your breath. So, <laughs> so I'm, can, I, can I catch phrases for you? The Breathe with Steve 30-Day Challenge, Reduce Stress and Improve Your Life. Oh, there it is. There it is. I love it. Hey, Steven, I really, man, it's, it's inspiring to see what you've done. It's inspiring to know your past and know where you've come. Um, thank you for taking time to share your story with, with us. Um, I'm looking forward to the post-production on this and getting it out to the world. Um, as here's my catchphrase. So, you know, Hey, today, this is bold leadership and we are out of here. Thanks for listening to the show. Our show notes can be found at www.exit.co. If you liked it as much as we think you did, be sure to go to iTunes and leave us a review.